from the LiveX studios in New York City, Cheesehead TV brings you two guys who like to think they know something about football. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Packer Transplants Live. I am Aaron Nagler, and joining me, as always, is my co-founder here at Cheesehead TV, Mr. Corey Banky. I'm coming to you live from the Cheesehead TV podcast studio in New York City. And Corey joins us from Green Bay, Wisconsin, across the street from Lambeau Field. And we are ready to talk some Packers. What do we have on tap today, Corey? Today, we celebrate a win over the Super Bowl champs and get ready for the Packers Woo! trip to the Big Apple. But right now, it's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We got the good. We got Jordan Love. We got the bad. We got three-man rush. We got the ugly. We got NFL officiating. Hey, what a surprise. Absolute garbage down the stretch there Sunday night. Thank goodness didn't cost the Packers a victory. How are you, Corey Banky? Good, good, good. I'm happy. You know, <laughs> can't complain. Yeah, I can see it. I can feel it. The, the heat, the happiness, the joy. It's emanating there from Green Bay. I can feel it all the way over here in New York. Good stuff. Um, I, I got one thing for you there, Banky, right off the top here. You ready? You okay. ready for this? Ready. Yes, sir. A little carry the G action here in New York City. Let's go. Nice. Mm. That's a beautiful thing right there. All right. Let's get right to it, baby. We don't want to talk about any serious shit right off the top of the bat here. We want to talk about the hotness. Let's go. Let's get to it. Time for the hotness. Now, traditionally, we do tend to feature offensive plays when it comes to the hotness. It gets everybody excited, scoring points, big plays, all of that. But this week, ladies and gentlemen, we're on the defensive side of the ball for the hotness. The probably, I would say, game-turning, game-defining play from one Keyshawn Nixon. Let's take a look here. Keyshawn Nixon lining up in the slot going, I know what's coming. I watched my mannerism tape and boom, taking that ball away from Patrick Mahomes, celebrating down the sideline. Let's take a look from the end zone angle with Patrick out there yelling at the receivers. They think they got the upper hand, but no, ladies and gentlemen, Keyshawn Nixon says, my ball, see ball, get ball. Now let's run down the sideline with my teammates and say, what's up, Patrick Mahomes? That, ladies and gentlemen, is the hotness. Love to see it. Love to see it. Uh, okay, let's get to some Packers news. We've had our hotness. We've had our fun. But now it's time to eat our vegetables. Starting off with Aaron Jones returning to practice. And nice. looking pretty damn spry from the uh, social like media it. coverage we saw from the beat. I mean, Aaron Jones was cutting and moving and looking pretty damn good. So I'd say there's a chance. I'm not saying it's like going to happen. But it, sounds like, it feels like there's a chance he could be out there on Monday night. Although, man, that turf, MetLife, yikes. It's supposed to be raining on Monday night, too. So, I don't know. Maybe they'll hold him out one more week. Uh, on the flip yeah. side, Watson, Walker, and Savage all did not practice. Um, 
obviously got to let the week play out as far as their availability goes. But Christian Watson did indicate in the locker room, talking to reporters after practice, that he will most likely not play on Monday night, which I don't think anyone's surprised by dealing with that hamstring. Want to make sure it's right. Uh, one note that uh, Ryan Wood put out there is that Watson said he has spent literally tens of thousands of dollars talking to specialists, trying to deal like injury prevent kind of stuff as far as he's as frustrated as anybody out there when it comes to constantly being on the sideline, dealing with these injuries. We all are frustrated as fans, but imagine having to spend 10 grand, more than 10 grand, trying to talk to these doctors, and then you get out there and you get hurt again. I mean, that's that's got to be frustrating. Hmm. Then we have the Packers claiming cornerback David Long off waivers from the Panthers. Another, uh, who knows, little uh, diamond in the rough possibility. This is his third team this season, so you suspect there's a reason he's well-traveled, but you never know. Rasul Douglas had been in a number of teams prior to his arrival in Green Bay. Uh, but we'll see if he uh, is able to contribute, at least on special teams, on Monday night. Uh, and then we have Lee Gistander and Richard Williams are participating in the front office and general manager accelerator next week in Dallas for the league meetings. Um, this is the NFL's attempt to get you know, a little bit more diversity injected into the hiring process when it comes to front office personnel. Um, I know Richmond Williams is certainly a name that Packers fans should you know, start to get familiar with and will most likely end up being a general manager someday. Uh, he's had a number of notable kind of signings, top of the list, of course, being uh, Rasul Douglas a couple years ago. But uh, Richmond, Lee, they're, they're set to get in front of NFL ownership during the league meetings in, in a week in Dallas. So that's exciting stuff. Uh, and then finally, a little ex-Packers news. Mason Crosby signed with the Los Angeles Rams. Old man Crosby. He's on the practice squad, but they indicated right away that he'll most likely be brought up and kicking for the Rams at some point. So, I mean, good on Mason. I'm sure it would be weird for him to be kicking for another team after, like, what, 100 years in Green Bay, but... Congratulations to Mason. Glad to see him get a gig. I wish I cared, but I don't. Do do. Of course you don't. I can. No, who cares? He's gonna suck <laughs> with the Rams. He sucked at the end with us. Goodbye. Do do. Bold, bold proclamation right there. Let's talk about the offense, shall we? We should talk about AJ Dillon being a big part of the Packers' success on offense over the course of the last month. There's been a lot of talk about the passing game and Jordan Love for good reason, right? They're moving the ball. They're scoring points. It's all very exciting. But I like that Matt pointed this out on Monday as far as AJ's ability in the run game to get them into advantageous situations, right? You're not, as you were earlier this year, in tons of second and 10 or second and 11, second and eight, because AJ is doing a really good job of taking what's there um, blocking wise, and then getting a few extra yards, like by basically lowering his shoulder and running people over. Certainly, in a way, he was not earlier this season. Um, I wanted to show this quick clip from the Chiefs game where you see him like find the back door on a cutback here. Let's take a look. AJ 
starts off in the gun. Something people say, like, well, you can't run out of the gun. Well, here he goes, presses the hole, and then look at that cutback. And then, boom, runs the safety over. Come on now. Just that little kind of ability right there gets you ahead of the sticks, makes life easier for Jordan Love. And I think AJ's playing his way into a contract extension. I wouldn't be mm. surprised if the Packers brought him back, you know, in the last year of his deal. I wouldn't either. No, why not? Why He's not? He's killing it. He is killing it. Um, some other folks that are killing it. Up front, the offensive line, Corey. We have talked a lot about the offensive line this season, and I tell you what, the rotation that everybody was like, why are they doing this? I'll tell you why they're doing it. It's working. Like, as, as frustrating or as weird or as kind of unusual as it might be to be rotating at left tackle and right guard throughout, like, a month plus, it's working. Like it is absolutely I mean, they did, working. And they that doesn't did mean that every guy is playing well. They had less of it against the Chiefs, though. And I do think it's kind of interesting that, like, <laughs> oh, Sean Ryan. Oh, dear. I don't know. He goes what's, in for, like, what's that? He goes in for a snap, gets his ass run over. I mean, if you really look at it, if you look at, like, the snap count, it's like it's Myers, right. Tom, Jenkins, Runyon, Walker. And now with Rasheed mm-hmm. Walker out, you got to imagine they put Yash in. But, you know, Yash and Ryan only had uh, eight and seven snaps each, so clearly they think they found they think they found the rotation. They're and now five. with Rashid Walker out, yeah, they found their five. So there's less rotating. Um, you know, Royce Newman was in for that. What do I think is funny? Royce Newman is in for one play where he was an eligible receiver. Yeah, he was the extra little like, tidbit. Six lineman. Little funny tidbit for, on the one, Sims one touchdown, I believe, right? Yeah, I think it was on the Sims touchdown. Yep. He was declared they, they so they're like, Oh yeah, minutes. Newman, go in because we don't care and you'll be the receiver because we know you can't block anyone. <laughs> That's hilarious. It is kind of funny. Hey, I mean, man. When you look back on the thing, it's all just players kind of funny. have value. All I mean, Myers, Tom, and Jenkins are, you know, right there. But it's like now with Walker, it's like, ugh, like it kind of sucks. It's like you kind of felt like they had they had the rotation, and now, it, you know, they're going to have to go back to Yash. Yashipu. Well, you know, it's it's all right. I mean, look, that's a Yeah, lot it'll of be okay, I think. Right there. Also, look, I don't think there's any doubt that uh, we've talked a lot about and we've been, I would say you've been pretty vocal about how bad Josh Myers was earlier this season, but he's coming off a really good game. Josh Myers played extremely well against the Chiefs, and it wasn't perfect. Yeah. But if you want a guy to hit, you know, his strides, so to speak, and find consistency and start giving you a high level play on the regular, um, December is a good time to do it, especially if you're trying to yeah. make a playoff push. So. Shout out to Josh. He's Myers. definitely of of all the linear progression on the Packers right now. You can definitely see Josh Myers linearly linearly improving, and and honestly, you know, the last two games is really us winning the battle against the defensive line that no one saw us winning a battle against. So, you know, definitely kudos to the offensive line because that that is why you know largely that and Jordan's ability to get rid of the ball at opportune times and not hold on to it is he why did a we're, you know, great job. Stayed ahead. Yes. Yes. There were a couple of times, and this is to be expected against a Chiefs defense that blitzes quite a bit. You know, they're certainly in the higher end when it comes to bringing extras and getting guys free, which we saw a couple times on Sunday night. 
Jordan did a phenomenal job of knowing, like, look, okay, there's a free rusher or protection's not holding up. I got to get the ball out of my hand. And it doesn't matter if it's even close. Like, there's one where he has a free guy off his left side. He just chucks it up the left sideline to Romeo Dobbs, who's not even looking for it. But he lives to fight another down. And you're not taking a sack. You're not getting into that get-back situation that really kind of haunts them sometimes. So, yeah, I think he Jordan's done a great job in that regard, especially these last few weeks of knowing, all right, there, the, this is a dead play from the get-go, and I'm not going to make it worse. Which, hey, that's what a lot of young quarterbacks tend to do, you know, trying to make a play, trying to make something happen. Just throw it away, man. Just throw it away and live, live for another down. Jordan's done really well in that regard. Um, finally, on the offensive side, tight ends. Corey, another thing we've talked about, both of us have talked quite a bit about the poor play from the tight end group. I think earlier, I think, what, a month ago, somebody asked us what was the kind of poorest position group, and we, all, we both immediately said tight end. I'll say, though, Tucker Craft and Ben Sims played pretty damn well on Sunday night, and Tucker Craft in particular is really coming along especially compared to where he was this summer and even the first part of the year. I mean, he looked lost. He looked overwhelmed. It looked like it was all too much for him. But damn, man, he's put together a couple of really good performances these last couple weeks, uh, as has Sims. So it's just good. It's nice to see the the tight ends contributing, you know, because like I said, like earlier this year, that was not the case. I do agree, although I think, you know, all these like rookie stats we really need to take with a grain of salt this year because this is the first time in, you know, a very Forever. long time yeah. where yes. we only basically have I mean, you know, take Romeo Dobbs out of it and take Watson, but we literally only have rookies on the field. Like on the offense exactly. we basically have all rookies. So specialists <laughs> like tight ends and wide receivers making things that are like historic, we have to take with a grain of salt. Like the Packers came out with this whole thing of like the first time three rookie tight ends. It's know, like because that's know. who we okay. have. Normally we had well, good tight ends that had right. years and we didn't just have a fucking year where we're just like, Hey, let's roll the dice on the youngest team in the NFL. So, you know, also I do think I wanna I mm-hmm. one thing I do want to say about this you know, where we are this season. Like, just can we not get caught in extremes like the national media as Packer fans? Oh, we're coming up on that. Hey, 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 wait till till Blogosphere. (sighs) We're going to talk about it. It's killing me. We're going to talk about this. Everyone is killing me right now. This is coming. Like, all of a sudden, now Jordan Love should get – I mean, look, we talked about three weeks ago he should get a contract. But I think the jury's still out about whether he's going to be the next Aaron Rodgers or the next Brett Favre. Like, let's slow the fuck down. Like, he's had really good games the last two games. He's done an amazing job. Mm. But, you know, the Dobbs catch was a little fluky. Throwing in triple coverage, and Dobbs just happens to basket it in. No, no, no. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. I will say – Someone in my Twitter replies put it perfectly. It's like if that's Mahomes throwing that or Rogers throwing that, everyone's talking about, oh, what an amazing throw, incredible. But because it's Jordan Love, it's like, all right, he got kind of lucky. Well, yeah, that's part of the gig sometimes. Like, oh yeah, 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 no, no. But I'm throw guy in your face, throw it up and hope your dude is down there to make a play. You know what I mean? He had some. He had incredible. There's no doubt. He had incredible throws in that game. That was not one of them. Let's just say that. But that was a a a turning point in the game, right? We don't make that play. Hundred percent. Fourth and one. Yeah, they get the ball. Hundred percent. No doubt about it. Uh, Let's look at the defense and talk about rookie. Talk about rookies. Lucas Van Ness. 
Got another sack, his second of the year. Good to see him being active. It's funny, though, because like I came out of that game like, oh, Van Ness played pretty well. And then you go watch the tape, and it's like, oh, oh, boy. Like, it, it, it was still a very up-and-down uh, evening for Van Ness. Although I will say he you know, was in the rotation a little bit more. It was good to see him out there a bit. Uh, on the edge and with his hand in the dirt and again just active and getting reps and getting that experience there's still times when he's really taking advantage of especially in the run game but Mm. it was good to see him get a sack good to see him active and I tell you what man when he puts it together it's going to be exciting because the physical traits are all there you see why the Packers liked him and when he is allowed to just kind of like pin his ears back and get after the quarterback and like run use that speed that's exciting to watch, but it's good. It's it's good that he's getting the reps. I'm glad to see him out on the field. I'm glad to see him getting a sack and productive and what have you, but still a ways to go for the young man. Yeah. Next up, we got welcome back, Darnell Savage. And speaking of in, like the, what do you call it? The perception or the, you know, the idea of, oh, this guy played this way because during the game you saw as someone did in my twitter mentions uh oh savage shied away from contact at one point or didn't join in when you know the ball carrier was being brought to the ground or whatever and you kind of get this like idea in your head like oh he's had a poor game or he's not you know tackling well or whatever this is a guy again going back and watching the tape savage had a good game like, first game back off of IR, he was active as hell. For the most part, he was physical, and he was sticking his nose in there uh, against the run. And I, I was excited to see what was a better game than I kind of thought watching it live. Uh, welcome back, Darnell Savage. Good to have you back in the mix. Going to need more of that here down the stretch in December. I was um, surprised at how often they play, that how many snaps he actually got. To be honest with you, yes, I was, I was surprised. Totally like, he agreed. really came back. Well, it, was it was like, oh, I'm back. I'm they back. were all Seriously. in. Yeah. Yep. And they, it was interesting to see they kind of used almost everybody at the safety spot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Anthony Johnson Jr. was out there a few times. Uh, yeah. Owens was out there. Like they they got all four of those guys involved at one point or another. Um, and then finally, on the flip side. We need more from Devondre Campbell. I understand most likely a bit rusty coming off an injury. He was a step off almost all night. They, they're going to need better play from Campbell. And I know a lot of people are out there talking about, oh, McDuffie should come in or whatever because of how he played in his stead. And I don't think that's the key. I think Campbell, we know he can be effective and he can be really good. Obviously, he was an all-pro two years ago, right? They, they, but they need better from Campbell than what they got Sunday night. And again, I know he's coming off an injury, so you give him some grace there. But starting Monday night, they need better from Devondre Campbell. Uh, Speaking of this Giants game, Monday night in MetLife Stadium, the Packers are six-and-a-half-point favorites at FanDuel. Corey, that's a big shift from where we've been the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. We weren't. Wasn't Kansas City a six-point favorite against uh, over us? Yeah, that's my point. So, so basically, the the moral of the story is: don't believe the sports books. <laughs> well, they're just trying to get your money, you know. I. But that's the thing. You know, everybody looks now. at these. I just think that 
the Packers play up or down to their opponent. And uh, that is the problem. Yes. That is our trend at this season and historically. So, you know, I, I don't, you mm-hmm. know, I, I, I don't know. Like when a team needs it more than you need it, that's all that matters sometimes in the NFL. That can be the difference, right? So can this team, the real question for this team in the fall, it's not about like, oh, we should easily win, which I don't believe we can't easily beat anybody because we still are a young team and, you know, the, we haven't seen the all of our weaknesses. Team in the NFL, right? But, right. But, you know, do we want it more than the other teams? I feel like when we were down, you know, now that we're now that we're in the hunt, what does that mean? And can we get a chip on our shoulder to beat these teams decisively? You know, can we stay up on teams? At the end of the day, we got to get up on teams in order to keep this momentum going early. And if we don't get up on teams early, weeks, right? Yep, you're right. going to see, like, I'm not trying to be a hater, and I'm not trying to be Mr. Realism, because I know I'm usually the more optimistic person. But This is so Packers, weird hearing you talk like this, by the way. Very weird. The Packers, weird. who this team is, really, like, I know it mm. feels like they're ascending, right? It feels linear, right? Mm. We said this three weeks ago, like, it's not going to be linear, right. linear, and then it became linear, which I think is hilarious. Um, but who this team is is not the team that beat the Bears and not the beat team that beat the Chiefs and not the team that beat um, whoever we beat two weeks ago. Who did we beat? Uh, Chargers the or the Rams? The I can't remember. Oh, the Lions. The Lions. It's the team that played the Chargers and the Rams. It's the team that, you know, played the Vikings. Like somewhere in the middle is where this team wants to live and whether or not, you know, we can limit our mistakes like we did against high caliber teams. Like you got to get up for high caliber teams. You're playing Patrick That's Mahomes, it. right? You got to limit right. your mistakes against high caliber teams. Taylor Swift is in the building. You know what I mean? Now that Taylor's <laughs> not in the building, you know, I don't know. Are you, you are we going to be able to, can we are get you ready up? for it? Right. Yeah. Can, do we understand? And that's the thing about a young team, right? It's like, do we really understand what it takes to sustain uh, the level of play that is needed for us to really make a true run here at the end? I think Monday night's going to tell us a lot in that regard, because I do agree with you. And I've been saying that on daily and people kind of not get upset, but like push back on it. But I think it's very true. That's what I said it on the radio the other day when I was talking to Zabe, I was like, Will it surprise anybody if they lose to the Giants? And they were all like, yeah, of course that would surprise me. I'm like, that wouldn't surprise me in the least, like at all, because of exactly what you're talking about. Like they have played to the level of their competition all season long. Like there are so many games earlier in their year where they should have won. Like I'm not saying they should have soundly beat someone, but they absolutely should have won that Atlanta game. Hell, they should have won yeah. that Pittsburgh game. You know yeah. what I mean? So – yeah. Well, I'm and here's right the thing, right? But I do think what it, Monday night tells us a lot. Monday night tells us yeah. a lot. Like, if they, they go into MetLife yep. and take care of business, then we're ascending. Then then it's legit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, but here's the thing, right? If if either the Lions or the Chiefs got up on us and then decided to run the ball. It's a very different fucked. game, right? We're screwed. Yeah, We are completely screwed as yep. a team. So, like, you yep. know, situational football is everything, and, and now I do think that Matt understands that in a way that I don't think he really understood it at the beginning of the season, and he changed well, his strategy, just, right? I agree, and but also because, like, he didn't know because who knew anything about this team that is the youngest in the NFL, very much trying to figure out a way of working, and I do think, I will say, he has been in his fucking bag as a play caller. Totally. Like, in a way, he certainly certainly was not earlier this season, but that's familiarity. 
that's yeah. you're 13 weeks into this thing and now you know you absolutely know this guy can handle this that guy no way i should trust him to do that and away you go you know what i mean in a way you couldn't yeah. do that in september and october especially guys being this young so yeah i'm with you i'm with you. i think again i think monday night tells us a lot in this regard um tommy devito remains the Giants' starting quarterback Tommy DeVito. I do love some I, – I, I can't remember who it was, but somebody pointed out that, uh, you know, the Jets keep, like, flipping their quarterbacks, and it's all very, like, tight around everything the Jets do, amplified somewhat because Aaron Rodgers is there, whatever. And then you flip it over, and it's like the Giants are, like, having New York Nico come in and do a pasta rating video with Tommy DeVito. Like, they're just embracing the DeVito craze I, and they've got Tyrod Taylor up and healthy, and they're still like, nope, we're going with DeVito. This kid is fun. Like, I don't want him to win, obviously, but, you know, I love that he's going to be on a national stage and this story is going to get kind of some extra legs because, man, both New York teams have been so bad this year. New York needs something. New York I needs, guess. New York needs you know, something. this is, to remind people, this is the London revenge game right here. Like, this was the yes, beginning it is. of the end of our season Correct. last year. So yes, we need to soundly – no, we don't just need to have one good half. This was the beginning of the good half, right? This is the beginning of when we right. say, was this the good yep. half? London is the, the beginning of in that London. trend, by the 100%. way. 100%. So I would like to see two really good – I would like to see us just – this is our strategy going forward. Two touchdowns up, trade touchdowns for field goals, and away we go. Here we go. And Put then just bleed them out on their neck and choke. Just them bleed out. them out yes, then. Correct. If you can't, yeah, just bleed them out then. Just you know, because that's the only way Joe Barry's defense works. By the way, it doesn't work any yeah, other way. Know. Like, it's literally you know, broken if we're not ahead. <laughs> You're not wrong. You are not wrong. Uh, finally, speaking of uh, getting ahead and being able to get after the quarterback, the Giants have allowed 69 sacks. Nice. The most Damn. in the NFL. If the Packers Jeez. can get a lead, lights out, baby. Here's the thing, though. To your point, Dable and company, like, look, I've had, I know they've had a terrible year. I mean, and this offense has been hard to watch. Hell, they just won their last game prior to their bye week, which they are coming off their bye, uh, like, by scoring one touchdown, and they won the game. You know what I mean? Like, this is not a great team. However, Dable and company, like, completely owned – uh, Joe Barry in London. Like they knew oh, yeah. how to take advantage of everything he was trying to do. So that's why it is very important for the Packers to get a lead in this game. Uh, because if they can, it's good night. Like they're going to be able to own the Giants up front. There's zero doubt about that. Um, let's get to the Deion Sanders quote of the week, shall we? I know you're thinking, wait, college football, we're at the end. The Buffaloes haven't been playing. Like, no, there's always a Deion Sanders quote, ladies and gentlemen throughout the entirety of this season. He says, he took more shots than probably any other quarterback in the country, and that's our fault because we've got to shore up that offensive line, talking about uh, his quarterback getting on the ground more often than not. And it is interesting, Corey, for all the hand-wringing after that athletic article, they just got the number one offensive tackle recruit in the nation to commit to Colorado. <laughs> that's funny. Dion well, gets it done, thing. man. Dion just he, gets it done. All he needs are some dominoes. That's the thing. If he gets a couple more dominoes, that that 
that program's going to be lights out. Uh, it's going to be awesome to watch. It's a lot of fun. All right. Speaking of a lot of fun, let's get to it. It's that time, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. That's right, it's this week in the Packer blogosphere, the return of that venerable series. Now, I know that a lot of people out there, uh, you know, don't want us to reference this program or this uh, quarterback or anything about it. However, this speaks to and directly relates to exactly what Corey was talking about earlier here tonight regarding Jordan Love and proclaiming him the guy and wanting to stamp like, oh, they've arri- he's arrived and he's the next hot thing. All of which, look, I think the Packers have found their quarterback, right? Now, how high is his ceiling? I can't tell you, right? I do think they're probably going to sign him to an extension this offseason and he's going to be here for a while, right? Yeah. But the idea that someone – people seem to need like, oh, he's going to be as good as Rodgers. That's ridiculous, um, and, and Aaron was asked about it on the McAfee program this week, and I, I just wanted to play this clip because this is perfectly stated. A couple weeks here, kind of like, you know, confirming that, hey, maybe the Packers do finally have this next guy after Aaron, and he is going to be the guy for the future. No. No, I'm not. And he's, he's playing the last, especially the last three games, he's playing outstanding, but he's, he's, in his first year starting, like, um, as well as he's playing, can we not crown him right now? Yeah. For his own sake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we shouldn't do that they to kids. We shouldn't crown him, and we shouldn't cancel him. Darius, just crown him. Yeah, I'll crown him. Okay, go ahead. That's fine. <laughs> I love Jordan. I think he's going to be a great player in the league for a long time. Yeah. But can we let him play his career? Mm-hmm. Like, and I, it's both sides, too. They, you know, people, a great example is Geno Smith. People just... Yep. Kicked him out of this town. They right? wrote him off. And then he went and was a backup yeah, right for back. six years. Dope. And then he went to a Pro Bowl. And sometimes it's situation. Sometimes it's change of scenery. Sometimes it's figured something out. This is my thing, and this is exactly what I was talking about a couple years ago when Jalen Hurts was his first on his first year as a starter, right? And the Eagles would be on national television, and he would make a bad throw or something would happen, and just Twitter would explode Oh, he's terrible. He's not the guy, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward, he's basically in the MVP conversation last year. The guy. He's yeah. in a he's in a Super Bowl, and he's clearly the guy. He has a huge contract for the Eagles. And I'm not saying like that's exactly what's going to happen with Jordan, but can we just let it play out? On both again, as Aaron says, well, it sides, started. It, it started be, with these assholes. It started with these assholes like fucking Adam Shine idiots. These mm-hmm. morons who are like, mm-hmm. he's terrible. You get you in training camp and pregame. He can't, he so can't play let's football put our, is what Adam Yeah, said. he can't play football. Yeah. Let's put our marker out here on shit we don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. And then right. the crazy thing is, is like it's like we forgot. Do you think we forgot? We got the damn receipts, and now he's the second coming. And it's like, guys, it's not. Right. Like, the kid has actually looked good. Since he started playing in the NFL, at that Kansas City game that he came in for, Aaron Rodgers, he looked good. He didn't look great. He didn't look bad. He looked good. He looked like he could play in the NFL. He didn't do a great job, but he looked – so, like, that's what's crazy to me. It's like 
in every game. It's like you want to you want to go to this you want to go to him falling over Josh Myers because Josh Myers can't fucking snap the goddamn ball. So Jordan <laughs> takes the fucking heat for it. So now that's going to go. Right. You know, it's like the butt fumble for for what's his name. And it's like Franchise. You right. know, we're remembered because of the, he's remembered because of these things. But it's like, dude, like he's not as good or bad as we think. We just got to. We, this season is what it is, and we let you know him what? We're, yes, we're blessed. Let him if this play. season, if we've already had, we beat the Bears. Like I said, you know, when I was annoyed four <laughs> weeks ago, and I was like in the doldrums of being a Packer fan, and like, oh man, it's going to be this season, and we're four and six or whatever mm-hmm. the hell we were, something shitty, right. and you know, <laughs> it's like we. <sighs> It's like, ah, crap, this is going to be the season. And that's the thing. We still have the Bears game. Now we got the Kansas City game. We kicked Detroit's ass after them handing us ours to it. It's like we got to just block those motherfuckers out and take this season as it comes to us because, you know, I'm I'm just I've, – I've, you know, when I bent back to, like, processing my normalization, like, I process it. That's why I'm, like, more realistic because the true realism is this is the youngest team in the NFL. And, yes, would I love a Cinderella story of us going and winning every – Oh, my God, win every yes. game and win the Let's Super go. Bowl? Yeah, I would. Go. You know, what was funny, though, <laughs> is in 20 20- – I would totally lose my mind. But here's the thing. In right. 2010, okay – in 2010, mm. I had a belief and a hope that came from the play of our team. Not the play of our team that year, but the play of our team consistently over like two to two years, right? Where it was like, oh, it looks mm. like we have all the things and nobody building. believed us. We were building. And we had a chip right. on our shoulder and that was the time and we kicked the door down. We got the right timing, we had the right players and we kicked the door down and we did something that no other team in the NFL has ever done. And if we do that this year, that would be amazing. The likelihood is low. But it's like we still, right. we, you know, I just would love if there could be a subset of Packer fans and I do think they exist because I've met them, who just like, you know, <laughs> We're here, we're not going anywhere, and we're going to take the good with the good and the bad with the bad and not going to extremify everything because it's so annoying. Also, like, one other thing on Aaron Rodgers. Okay, when mm-hmm. I, want an, I want Aaron Rodgers, if we're going to allow him to retire as a Packer, here's what I want. I need the Aaron Rodgers ticket box office video where he's, like, getting on the phone and trying to get and telling a Packer fan they got off the waiting list. That's what I, that's what I want. I know. That's what I wanted for his retirement video. Yeah. Well, for the Jets, they have to convince people to buy tickets. But see, he's got an even easier job in the box office for for Packers. He literally gets to call a Packer fan who's been waiting for 45 years to get off the list. Right. How great would that be? Announcing his retirement as a Packer on that video. How great would it be if that was me? I'm on the list. I'm like, you know, 30,000 down. And you were like, Aaron was like, Aaron, and he's like, is this a 50-year-old weirdo? Hello? Is this the 50-year-old weirdo? (laughs) I would like to announce that you have season tickets, sir. You have season tickets. I think actually you should. We should. I, I know Waller's watches the show. That's a that's a great idea for for his announcement to uh, retire as a Packer. We shouldn't be giving this know, shit away for free, Banky. We, we, we need a consulting fee. Let's go. Come I on. just I need to see it. That it video annoyed the crap out of me. All, that video just annoyed me in so many ways. If anybody watches the Jets TikTok, <sighs> oh, I was so annoyed mm-hmm. by it. It was just like, really, you're that <laughs> desperate for attention that you're gonna do a little gimmick like this. 
Well, you know, he's not really practicing. He's not really doing he's a lot. So thirsty. He's back in the buildings. So he's you know, like the thirstiest human being. He's so thirsty. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Speaking of thirsty, uh, you mentioned the Bears, and wow, Bears fans in shambles after that Sunday night game, headed by friend of show, uh, Big Cat out here. Let's take a look. Let's let's take a look. At this. Jordan Love is good, and it's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. They shouldn't get away with this. It's absolute bullshit. Like he, Jordan Love's throwing balls that should get intercepted, and they're not getting intercepted. And he looks good, and he looks comfortable. He's doing fucking Rogers. The whole thing is bullshit. Nothing in life is fair. If you if you have to, it, it, like if you're trying to teach your kids why life isn't fair, just show them Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. It's not fair. It's not fair, PFT. Well, it, we're too early on the Jordan Love thing, though. No, I I think he might be good. I, I, I like he but, he looks so much better than he did at the beginning of the season. He's come along, and it's bullshit. I thought it was bullshit how the Colts had Peyton Manning and then Andrew Luck right after. Yeah, but then if he, you get three in a row, but he retires. Jordan Love might retire. It's true. He should retire. He should retire. They're gonna they're gonna go to the playoffs, PFT. The only hope I have is that the Bears do like a Lions last year and like start ripping off wins and then beat them week 18. That'd be nice. That would be your Super Bowl. It would be, oh my, yeah, it would be, be bigger incredible. than my Super Bowl. Now, and I'd ra- I would raise a literal banner in the office. If uh, the Bears beat the Packers week 18 to keep them out of the playoffs, there will be an actual banner made that I will raise and have a banner raising ceremony. And I know that sounds so pathetic and so sad, but I do not care. This is what I was talking about earlier this season when I said this, we beat the Bears week one. I'm talking. I don't give a shit. What it broke the rest him. Of the year. When I we beat him. I truly don't. Him. I truly do not care. All I want is to beat the Bears week 18. I'm like that is old school fucking Packers football right there. Like I just want to make sure we beat the Bears twice. I am only so a Bears fan. I cannot only tell a bit. So I hope that the Packers don't go back to their pathetic ways and that nope. I have to be so desperate in life. You people are saying <laughs> I'm grumpy now. If we have 20 years if we become the if 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 today is 1985 for like like the Bears right. and from the rest of my oh, life yeah. is as if we relive what the Bears did from 1985 to this year. And I have become so pathetic as a fan that I'm going to raise a (laughs) banner in a regular season non-playoff win. Wow. Just kill me. Just kill me. Shoot me in the face. (laughs) It's over. It's just over. It's over. It's over. Daffy Duck. Big one. Bam. Um, Real quick, before we move on to YouTube comments, uh, a reminder for anyone in the New York City area, if you're coming into town for the game or if you live here, I will be at Kettle of Fish. On Sunday night, down there in the village at 7 p.m., Mark Murphy and the Packers, since I <laughs> announced this, have stated they're going to be there at 6.30. So Mark Murphy is my opening act. I will be there. I'll probably be there before 7, but 7 o'clock better is our get official there before It's going to be crowded. No, I know. I know. I already talked to Patrick. It's all, it's all good. But 7 p.m., and then they have their annual Christmas carols at 8.30. So it's going to be a fun night. It is probably going to be madness. I can't wait. It's going to be a good if, time. Come I'm on just out saying right, if you're around. Yeah. If you go, you know, Packers fans, just if you are in New York and you know, if you already live there, you know, but you got to get there way early if you want to get in that bar. Like Super early. 
Especially if it's like, anything dude, like the London meetup. My God. The thing is, yeah, because the Packers announced it, it's going to be crazier than a normal regular season game. So, like, you're going to want to get there. Like, if you actually want to be in that room, you're going to need to get there at, like, noon or before. Seriously. Seriously. He's not lying. He is not lying. Um, all right, let's get to uh, people's YouTube comments, shall we? Uh, Ian, what's up, Ian? What's up, brothers? I miss Green Bay and all my fam. And what's Cheesehead up, Ian? TV, thanks for an amazing weekend. To quote Rod Tidwell, Cheesehead TV is the ambassador of Quan. I told you all we'd beat KC. <laughs> Same for every game moving forward. Ian, MD Packers fan. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate the super chat. Thanks, Ian. Dustin Logan, Nags, what time is Sunday's meetup at Keto? We just said it is at 7 p.m., baby. 7, 7. You got, get there. Uh, seven. Mine's 7. Packers is 6.30. If you want to get in, probably get there at noon. If you want Mark, if you want to hear Mark Murphy drone, then you need to get there a little earlier. If you want to hear Dronio, well, okay, here's how here's how his race. speech is going to start. He's going to be like, "Oh God." Well, after I got the job, then I <laughs> talked to Ed Policy, and then we got with Brian, and we talked Lord. in uh, dinner. Okay, here's and, the one. Uh, sorry. That was Here's my our one possible saving grace. At a, at a our one rally. possible saving grace on Sunday night is that they are scheduled to be at the Whalen on the Upper West Side like an hour later. So it's not like he can hang out. It's not like he's going to be there forever. He'll probably be there for like a half hour and then leave. Oh, no, he's going to Taylor Swift that shit. Perfect. He's going to come in in a limo. He's going to swoop in. The Packers Everywhere crew right. will be there. And the thing is, is once Packers Everywhere says to be somewhere, a lot of Packer fans show up, you know, because All it is the official Packer. Packer fans. Oh, no, he's going to Taylor yeah. Swift that shit. He ain't, he's going to come in on a limo, come in with some bodyguards, drone drone on for <laughs> 35 minutes and talk some nonsense and then leave. And I like Mark Murphy, but he is the droniest motherfucker. It's like anytime they have a pep rally and you trot out the president talking about some executive know, shit, right? come it's on, kind of the bro. opposite pep it's kind of like the give me of rob davis give me some like exciting people that work for the packers yeah I need bump it up pepped. baby let's go i the only time mark murphy ever peps anybody up is when people show the meme of him going down the fucking aaron's hill and the, the sledding the hill exactly uh then we got tyler node any packers tailgates before the game at everyone let tyler know if you got a packer tailgate let tyler know in the comments people you know, I will say, usually Jersey L's tailgating a Giants game. I don't know uh, if he's on the chat, but uh, he's usually doing it. Dustin Logan, guy's been saying all year, got to lose six to go 11-6. and six. You have. You have, Dustin. You, I Dustin believe, and uh, Mark. I believe you also pond. said we have to lose five to be 11 and five, uh, 12 and 5. But I'm um, just putting that out there. <laughs> Joe Mailman, thanks for Super Chat. Marvin Harrison Jr. says he's undecided about entering draft. Translation, the Bears still suck. Uh, wait, also, we didn't even talk about this. We didn't talk about this, but I put this on Twitter. Okay, there are a lot of people in the ether that think that the Bears mm. now, with the with all the thing, are going to get rid of Justin Fields. And if they dump Justin Fields, they're going to try to get a number one draft pick. And if a lot of people think they won't get it, but I think there's a lot of desperate NFL teams. They might they might get close, especially uh, Joseph uh, uh, Joseph on our Patreon Happy Hour said some very interesting things that a lot of teams don't want to jump up to. They, like there's there's not a lot of value one to twenty or one and two are good, but like three to twenty are not right. that great and. Now it looks like the Packers might be picking at at least 20, so that's good for the Packers. Anyway, Justin Fields is going to be Word. getting a – 
Bears getting a number one draft pick would be f- the the great thing is the Bears getting a number one draft pick and then totally screwing it up. Uh, which will happen. That's Jeff Henwood, happen. thanks for exactly. Super Chat. Had a blast in Green Bay last weekend. Thanks for all you guys do. Glad I was able to bring some carry the G north across the border. Ooh. Thank you, Jeff. Look at you. Look at you. It's some, so uh, much, buddy. I'm surprised the uh, – the Can- what do they call the Canadians on horseback? The border control? The Mounties? No, like the the Mounties. You didn't get Mounties, stopped by a yeah. Mountie. The Mounties <laughs> didn't import control you. Jim Ledecka, thanks for Super Chat. <laughs> AR8 said we shouldn't crown Jordan just yet. He's right, but man, is it hard with how far this young team has come. Thanks for the super it chat, is. Jim. We did I talk about I that. I hear you, Jim. Absolutely. Jocelyn, shocked at how consistently bad the offense was earlier this year, and now I'm equally shocked at how consistently good it is. Wild, fun ride so far. I agree with you. I'm just waiting. Why well, got to let what? things play out? I'm just waiting for that other. Sh- I'm just. I'm expecting the other shoe to drop, and I'm going to be happy when it doesn't. Yeah, you are. Uh, that's you where are I am. You are. <laughs> JP, what are your guys' thoughts on Ty Dunn? Oh dear, I'm not very oh, familiar God. with him, but from what I've seen, he seems to have an axe to grind with twelve. Infamous <sighs> BR article two. Do you find him to be objective? Oh, that's the third rail, bro. I'm just trying to figure out, do I have time to rant as hard as I do about this? Okay, so a no, little backstory. Don't. Ty Dunn wrote an article in the New York Times that they retracted, and now he's been gaslighting me saying that I that – he basically is gaslighting me saying he never wrote an article for the New York Times that was critical on the day before the Dallas Cowboys because the New York Times retracted the article, I believe, because his sources were wrong and the, and the article had, in, had issues. I don't know this to be true, but I do know in my Twitter handle from those times is there's a gap where the actual article that was linked to – like that I was talking about, has been removed by the New York Times. But then since, he said he never wrote that article. But since the article doesn't exist, nobody knows. I know for a fact that I he think... wrote the article the day before the Pet Dallas playoff game, and it was very – and then years later, he wrote another article that was even worse, which sourced the same terrible sources, which are all people that hated Aaron Rodgers. And I think that Ty Dunn operates from the Bob McGinn School of Journalism, which is, I'm a columnist, I can do no wrong, nobody can talk any shit about me, and as soon as you talk any shit about me, I can't take it. That's my take. I think Ty's really good at what he does. What's up next? Jocelyn, thanks for chat. Corey is spot on. The Pee Wee Pack trying to win games they're supposed to win will be a real adventure the next three weeks. Appreciate you, Jocelyn. Uncultured That's why barbarian. I say Monday this... is going to tell us a lot. Monday is going to tell us a whole lot. What Nagler didn't tell you when he's like, I think he's really good at what he does. He's really good at Ty Dunn's football blog. Subscribe if you have 100 subscribers. And, yeah, and he's right. Aaron's right. Aaron's right. But, let, you know, just giving some for some context for what he what is what was not said there. I like I like filling in the lines. You know, Nagler will give you a little sketch, and then I'm going to fill in the color. Fill in that water. I'm the color man. I just figured it out. I keep right. trying to be you the are. on on watch party. I keep the trying to be the play by play guy, but I I'm well. I'm terrible at both, so I think I'm better at a play by play. Uncultured. <laughs> thanks to the super chat this week on Banky on the Beat. Corey eviscerates Jason Wildy for his Jason Jordan love takes he had last season while carrying water for Rogers. Ooh, we should pull. We should pull Ooh, those out. Uh, we should. We should oh. like. We should pull some Jason Wildy love takes from last year. Are they bad? Look, I love Wildy. I saw him when I was in Green Bay. It was lovely to see Jason. But I will say, I th- I was going through YouTube the other day, and there was something from ESPN Milwaukee where they were like, did 
Aaron Rodgers make a mistake? Like, would he have been better suited to this year's Packers team? That was never good. It wasn't about what Aaron Rodgers wanted. The Green Bay Packers were done. They moved on. It's just so hyper-obsessive with Rodgers. It blows my mind. ESPN Radio. Okay, exactly. remember when I said Aaron Rodgers is thirsty? ESPN is Radio is so thirsty, oh, wow. especially now oh, that wow. they're out of the conversation. Yes. Like, they're more yeah. out of the conversation than – like, we're in the conversation more than they are. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. That's saying a lot. I agree. It's kind of crazy. A lot. Unculture Barbarian, thanks for Super Chat. Isn't it just a relief not to have to deal with drama surrounding a prima donna quarterback? Cue the Nicolas Cage gift from Con Air. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's all I got to say to that. Carl Van Beckham, watching the development of Kraft and Sims with Musgrave out is exciting to see. Both are blocking a little better each game, and they can catch, too. True. I totally agree. Kraft especially, man. It's night and day compared to where he he was. He can come off IR in about another week, but it's it's a long shot to get him back (laughs) during the season. But we'll see. Anything's possible. I agree. I agree on the tight ends, but I do think that I just want to say something about the tight ends. I don't know that it, I, I don't know that it's the up. I don't know that it's tight ends being better this season as much as it is Matt LaFleur understanding that we have a better pass blocking offensive line and we don't need tight ends to pass block <laughs> and we'd rather have running backs pass block. Have I them, do think there's a change. We'd rather have them out in routes. Exactly. And so I think what we're seeing is we have better pass receiving tight ends. And I think early this season, I think we were trying to make our tight ends run block more and pass block more. I don't know that for sure. Nagler probably can either back me up or think that. But I do think strategically we we have played more to our pass blocking strengths than our run blocking strengths for sure overall, especially the last two weeks. I think there's there's some truth to that. I just think these guys have played now, what, 13 games, and they're getting better. Yep. I mean, sometimes it's that simple, and it's not always linear, but in this case, kind of is. Hmm. Okay. Unculture Barbarian, damn, thanks for the super chat, Unculture. Really appreciate you, buddy. Was asked earlier today who my favorite Packer of all time was. Told them that it would be hard to quantify that. I did say they wouldn't be where they are without Bob Harlan and Reggie White. 100%. Amen to that. 100%. Amen. Harlan uh, especially. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I. it's hard. There's so many. There's so many. It's so hard. And uh, I can't wait till I, I mean, get my new hats. I'm getting my new hats from Spencer Young, and I'm so happy. I'm so excited about them because there are some very important Packers that don't get a lot of cred on my new hats, so I cannot wear I, I, I need to actually text him and be like, yo, bro, I need my hats. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, Porkmaster. Thanks for Super Chat. How heated does the field get? Are guys freezing their butts off but think at least my feet are toasty? Or do they heat Lambo to like 40? <laughs> I don't think it gets that hot, bro. I don't I guess really it gets that hot. It's warm enough so it's not frozen. The ground's not like an absolute ice capade to fall upon. Like it's it's warm grass, but not like summer warm. Just warmer than freezing. Warm, warm grass. That's going to be the name of a drink. I think Lambo has turned the corner. No one sits for the game this season. It's good to see Matt. Thanks for the super chat. Um, thanks, Matt. Sure yes, they've done a good job. Sure no, they've done a good job. No, 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 no. Go back. I know because you probably won't, but go back and watch the television copy of this last game. Man, everyone's up almost the entire game. It was really, it was impressive. 
everyone. I, I noticed that as well, Matt. I'm a no, like I'm the a whole well, they pull back and the whole bowl is shown and like everyone's saying it up. Okay, I believe you. Ian, I'm with you, Corey, you are right. Monday is our rematch game. Hopefully, Nags, BFF, Joe Barry has it circled on the calendar like Love did last week. It was so <laughs> great talking and hanging out last week. Go, Pat, go. Thanks, Ian, for the super chat. Great to see you, Ian. Thank uh, you, buddy. Peter Olivier, Oliver Parkour. Bonjour. I love watching your shows on YouTube from my hometown of Bordeaux, France. Keep the fun, guys. Alele Packers. Let's go. I totally butchered that. Sorry about Packers that. Packers fans but worldwide. Thank you, Peter. Packers, I really appreciate it, buddy. That's awesome. Thank you. Bordeaux. I, that's like that's like the best. That's like the best wine in the world, right? That's where they make. I think Bordeaux is considered like the some you of the are, best. You wine are asking ever. the wrong person. I'm sure that's true. Oh, I, I know. No I know. I'm, I'm asking the ether here, Nagler. I know. I'm asking you. Oh, you're very good. Um, there you go. Joe Mailman <laughs> Musgrave will be back for Super Bowl. Thanks for super chat. There you go, Joe. There you go, Joe. <sighs> That's what I'm talking can about. Just, can we just beat the Giants? Make that run, baby. Let's go. Let's beat the Giants. Let's run. Let's have, make a run what's against the, the Giants. What's so funny is that you sound like me. Like how the what fucking world am I living in right now? I'm Mister. Let's beat the Giants. Not you. I love it. I love it. Let's give a shout out to our Patreon members. Speaking of which, Patreon members worldwide. Showing up this weekend. It was great to see everybody. We cannot thank you enough for your support. Uh, Patreon members, you really are the lifeblood of what we do here at Cheesehead TV. We cannot thank you enough. Along with the Carry the G Club members here on YouTube, especially on game days, you guys are the best. You guys keep, <laughs> keep us rocking. Uh, special shout out to everyone who showed up to the meetup this past weekend. You heard Ian reference it. A couple other people. Soder was there bunch of other folks there's a picture of not everybody because uh we took this kind of late but it was so good to see everybody cannot thank you enough it's really special time when we get to see everyone who we normally see week to week on the happy hour in like zoom boxes all of a sudden there you are standing in front of us um also another very special shout out to the folks who sat with my father early on because dad was he called me the next day. I was like, wow, they really like Cheesehead TV. I'm like, well, I hope so. They're Patreon members. That's, that's good. Also, that's, that's uh, the whole idea. We had, a bunch, we had a bunch of people at the tasting at Ridgeview. That was awesome. And uh, my favorite thing so was great. when we would see when we would see Cheesehead TV fans and they would just buy an entire case. We sold over 14 cases at the at the Ridgeview, and a lot of them were like literally people buying an entire case. So thank you guys for that. Uh, according to our producer, Jeremy, uh, way more people standing this year. Um, that's the official. And he's been to three games, I think, mm -hmm. this year. So uh, this, there's, a that's what I'm saying. there's a concurrence there. And um, – uh, he had a late super chats Porkmaster. I know we're thinking that the kids may take a step back, but what if they do falter and still find a way to win? I think they're mature enough now. I agree with you, Porkmaster. I think uh, I think they've found some. The the cool thing about this team that we haven't mentioned is that they they came up together, which I did mention, like how the wide receivers coming up together. Right. I think is a huge huge bonus yep. for for Love and the receivers. 
but they totally have found agree. a resilience this season. They've been hated on. They they know what it's like to be in the doldrums together and lose and stick together. So there is something special about this team going on right now that I that I think we and we and I neglected to mention that I do think is very 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 special. Ian, thanks for super valuable. Chat. Next, very butter valuable. burger was amazing. Thanks for suggesting. Uh, there you go, buddy. Uh, Don't tell Big B. That's what we do. That Kroll's butter burger, baby. Love it. Absolutely love it. You got anything else, Banky, before we head out? We did it. We did it. Let's win. We did it, baby. Let's go. Let's beat the fucking Giants. That'll do it for this episode of Packer Transplants. We'd like to thank everyone who makes Cheesehead TV part of their daily Packers routine. We are and will always be devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. I think it's a fluid situation. And we're, we're I know you guys love it, especially Nagler. I can see you smirking at me right there. Uh, we're going to take it one day at a time. And, uh, and just, it's going to be fluid, though. That's all I can tell you.